0: Good morning. Um, I hope you guys are well. We are back for another episode and this one is influenced by my night out the other day and I haven't actually been drinking. I think the last time I went out was three months ago before Bali and I went out a couple of days ago and it just really made me like Put all my thoughts together in my head, and I was like, I need to share this. And I did share a little bit on my Instagram story, and so many people like resonated with it and was like, You need to talk about this more. So I was like, You know what? This is the next podcast episode because I feel that, you know, it's so normalized these days to just that whole drinking culture. And if you are somewhat not a part of it, people just don't understand. And I don't feel like there's many of us within a friendship group. So This is like our way to bond and just like hold our ground, understand what's going on, and just make you feel a little bit less alone. And hopefully, some things that can help you hold your ground. I think the first thing to recognize is, and I haven't always been like this. Like when I was, I started drinking probably when I was like 14, 15. Like in England, that's pretty normal. 15, you know, having the bottles of vodka, whole bottle of wine to myself, like, the aim to just get absolutely, like, drunk, you're with guys, you're with girls, like, yeah, so many times and that then worked with where I was mentally, spiritually in my journey, like, I was a teenager and I would say probably, like, the last year, has it slowly been like declining my want to drink alcohol and it's very much aligned with how I've been doing mentally when I've been more self-aware and more conscious of what's going on and working on my mental health every time did I drink I didn't really enjoy it and I couldn't really get into it I really questioned myself a lot because Let's say for example when me and my boyfriend started going out like at the beginning like our first date was like at a rave like completely like full out whatever and as like the weeks and months went on I just did not enjoy those nights out anymore and he wasn't confused like he always let me do my thing but even I myself was a bit like okay like what's going on I don't know I don't know how to describe it but I definitely think the more self-awareness work you do you have more space between like the drinking culture and yourself you're not in it anymore you can kind of see it from a third eye perspective and yeah that's basically what i'm talking about and so i went out last saturday well literally three four days ago and i hadn't drank in ages and i had literally like one little five percent drink like it, it was literally like a little can a pre-mixed can and after I felt really low and tired and I was at pre-drinks if you I don't know if England just calls it pre-drinks but it's basically just like pre's like it's the drinking when, when you're at you like your friend's house and you're drinking getting ready for the night out I really really struggle with pre's and I've struggled with it for like a year now my brain and not even just pre's I would say even just like drinking sitting at a pub I lose, like, I have to try so hard to be concentrated because I feel like the small conversation, there's such small conversation when you're at prees or when you're just, like, drinking in that scenario. And I have to concentrate so hard to the point where I haven't even involved myself in any conversations because I'm just trying to keep track of what these people are saying and, like, what relevance, like, I, I generally don't know what people are saying. They just chat about tiny things and I'm just like I really can't have any input here and I get drained off the fact that I have to listen out for this but I do want to say that I think that's also based on the friends that I'm with because I know if I'm with my absolute like gold best friends like my besties my girlfriends which I don't see very often because they go to uni and stuff and like we're all around the UK and stuff now I wouldn't have a problem being with them at pre's or like with, not necessarily with drinks, but just chatting, even if we had a drink or didn't have a drink, like we could just chat for days, but it's such a difference, like, and this is no like shit being put onto my boyfriend's friends, but I think because we just have less in common, like they're just guys, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know, the, the conversation just, isn't there as much like i love them and they're my friends but the deep conversations that i'm looking for i don't always get into them some of them i do but i think it does also have like an influence with which friends you're with but yeah so i had one drink and i was just feeling so low, and i just this time i was actually more open with the people around me like i was just normally i only say it to my boyfriend like i'll be like oh max um you know i'm not feeling it and no one else will know what's happening they just see me as boring or whatever this time my boyfriend wasn't there so i had to like deal with this all myself and i was like saying to like some of the like our friends like oh yeah you know i'm really not actually feeling that great after my first drink and just like typical uk boys they were like no 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 anna you just have to have more like this is just the beginning you need to have like loads more drinks and then you'll feel it and i was just like i just let them say their stuff but i was like that is the most dumb shit i've ever heard because just the thought of like having to go past like having to have so many drinks like putting that literally inside my body like i'm not an alcohol police like i'm not a person to be like i never want a sip of alcohol like i don't mind the alcohol but the fact is that I have to have, like, what, six drinks to then feel good? I have to put all of that inside my body to then feel this somewhat high when actually, like, I can probably, well, I know I can do it without it. So, like, if I can't have one drink and feel good, I don't think I want two drinks. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go there. And such a great little quote um, is, it's a depressant in small amounts, but a stimulant in excess. And it's exactly basically just what i've described you know if you have it in a small amount you feel low but oh you know that if you just get hammered will it be that stimulant for the night but the thing is it's still a depressant so that's why when you wake up and you feel just crap like you feel actually crap and i saw a tiktok the other day and it was this like mental health doctor and he seemed really legit because i can always tell when they give some pieces of advice and when they're just absolute shit piece of advice i'm like right i'm not listening to anything else but what he said was like really genuine and true and he said like five things i would never do if i struggled with my mental health one of them was go to sleep really late and the other one was drink alcohol and i was like "Mm, yeah yeah (laughs) like i just don't think that i need that alcohol to have a good time and so going back to the saturday I, I didn't want to drink anymore like I wasn't feeling good at all and I was waiting for my best friend Millie to come home because we were basically surprising her so I was hosting pre-drinks for like our friends and I was getting so tired like waiting for her to come home and I literally said to the guys you know I'm gonna go into the bed I'm just gonna like have a nap and to be fair they were quite sweet about it they're like all oh, right Anna you go do that and when Millie came back like they were still preying for like a whole nother hour. Like I was just like debating my life. I was like, what is this? Why? I, I think what caused me even more downness and drainingness and confusion was I have no understanding how they enjoyed it. No like I, I genuinely just don't understand. It's very odd. So I think like part of me thinks I'm such a weird, not I know I'm not such a weirdo, but I'm just like, how do you enjoy it? Anyways, so I was very close to not going out. And then I actually just ended up opening up to one of my guy friends, which is literally like my boyfriend's best friend. And he was really like, from going to like the guy saying like, oh, Anna, just have more drinks, just have more drinks. I just said to him, look, I feel really anxious. Like I don't feel good. And suddenly did, like, it's almost like when I opened up more, did he, was he able to actually be there for me? And he was like, oh, Anna, like, don't worry. Like, he was like, honestly, no pressure. Like, you don't have to come out. But like, 30 minutes or like, no, like an hour before, he was kind of just like, oh yeah, have more drinks. Like, you just don't feel good because whatever. So it was just so interesting when I opened up a little bit more, was he able to just You know if you say you don't feel great and you you feel anxious and you and i like really opened up i was like i really want to go out with millie but like you know i just i just feel really like alone in my own space and he was like look there's no pressure so he was really sweet anyways i went out because i was like it's millie's birthday i just want to dance with her for a bit eventually got out dancing and i was shaking my hips i was shaking my hips and I was like looking around at one point and I was like it's so interesting because I've literally had one can like I wouldn't even say there was alcohol in that to do anything to my body apart from make me feel a bit low at the beginning but out of everyone I was the probably the most hyper yeah well maybe not the most hyper but I was completely matching the people that were let's say the most crazy like I was just having so much fun dancing and everything and and the people that were let's say like drinking loads at pre's or like egging me on to drink like they were the one that were like so much less hyper or just more in their little cocoon on the dance floor and I was like you know this is not me judging like how people dance but it was just so interesting that the people that egg you on to drink and to do stuff like it does not mean that they are the most fun It it doesn't mean anything um and then it I feel like it I always have this trouble of, like, knowing when to go home. Like, I challenge my brain so much. I'm like, oh, but I want to stay out. But, like, I don't want other people to, like, comment on it yet that I've gone home so early. So, let me just stay out a little bit longer. And I think the act of not serving yourself on a night out, like, can really affect you. I think, obviously, if you notice at one point that you actually just want to go home, I think the best thing is to literally go home at that point point as soon as we start thinking of what other people are thinking like that's that's already like we are already in the wrong mindset right the moment that you ever start thinking what other people are thinking that's when you can tell your brain hey no we're not going down there like that's the silly part of the brain and yeah so i was like debating it for like 20 minutes And I kind of, I didn't want to rush my friends. So I was like, I just want to know what time you're going home just in case like you are going home in 20 minutes so we can get a taxi together. Otherwise I'll go back. They were like, I think we're gonna stay out for another hour. I was like, okay, that's absolutely fine. And I think a big thing is like, if you're going down this path of like, realizing you don't want to drink and realizing that it's not quite for you, it's gonna be a test, but it's gonna be the best test. And it's, the thing is you've got to hold your ground. And you've got to be able to do things by yourself. Like you've, I had to just go home by myself and I was completely fine with that. And I think that's where the power comes from this situation. You know, if you're half doing it and you're like expecting people to come home early with you or not expecting, but just like whatever. I think when you can just be so grounded in yourself and be like, I'm ready to go home. It is 1.15. I don't care what time other everyone else is going home I will tell other people just in case they want to come back with me but I am grounded enough in my decision that I want to go home now and I will right and when you say that to yourself when you say goodbye to people you know there were times where I used to not say goodbye to people so people wouldn't have to give me the whole oh why are you going like if that's the easiest way to do it do it but like this Saturday I just went up to people and I was like I'm going home now like bye-bye and everyone's just like actually really sweet sometimes they're like oh I don't want to stay out But it's just, again, holding your ground and being like, no, I'm ready to go home. Bye. And like, if they want to keep saying it, you don't have to entertain that conversation. You can just say, no, that's fine. Like, I'm going home. Whereas I think like in the past when me and my boyfriend had different, like now we're kind of very similar, but about six months ago, we were slightly different on our drinking journeys. Like I was ready to go home at certain points and just have one drink. And he always wanted to go for like that full night out and because I wasn't grounded enough in my decision like I wanted him I would only want to go home if he wanted to come home with me or whatever I like the night out would just end up like in some sort of argument or crying situation because I'd be like oh I I really want to go home and stuff and he goes well I don't want to like can you not stay out for a bit longer and then we would just get an argument because like both trying to compromise but not wanting to and stuff so I think yeah what I'm trying to say is just know what you want and it's okay if you're not quite in the position to do that yet it's just a matter of time or maybe you just needed this podcast to understand that you like there is power like an empowered feeling is the best feeling and you can feel empowered in your decisions now I want to talk about you know why people are so wanting you to like stay out and so defensive and trying to persuade you and egg you on or like bash you if you don't go out any longer or drink anymore and the reason why I'm kind of saying this because I think in one point in my teenagehood I think I had this conversation once with a friend I think I learned my lesson straight away but I was probably like 16 and I was in my era of like drinking loads drinking loads of vodka and just getting smashed whatever and one of my friends said she wasn't drinking that night and I was just like so confused Uh, not even confused I was almost upset for her like my level of consciousness thought that she would like wasn't able to have a good time and that's why I was like oh my god no like honestly like just have a drink it's gonna feel so good like when you're at this level like it just feels good like come on just have a drink and she was like no no like I just really don't want to drink and I just you know in that conversation did she seem a little down but I just took it as like really she was just trying to like say her word and whatever she's my best friend by the way and I was just so like oh my god no but you're gonna have a bad time so I think when people say these things of like are you sure you don't want to drink or whatever like it's just their level of consciousness like I never had that conversation with anyone else again I realized because I think the next party I decided not to drink and I realized how fucking annoying it is when people say do not want to drink or anything so I never said that again in my life but Just that one conversation made me realise that it's just because that was my perception of what a happy night was. So the people on a night out that are telling you to just have another drink, it's not necessarily that they want to cause you like to make you feel like you're a loser or a weirdo or that you're not having fun. It's more that that's all they know. That's all their level of consciousness. And I think when we can understand that, it just helps the situation a bit. And there might be, I'm sure there's other reasons, like, you know, people probably know that they've got a slight issue themselves and it makes them feel a lot better when they've got other people around them, like drinking or not necessarily issue, but just knowing that drinking isn't great. And when they see someone, for whatever reason, they're not drinking their health, they just want to not drink, whatever they just are slightly confused probably why people can hold their ground and also probably don't understand how people can go against those societal norms they're probably so stuck in that oh but i must please everyone or oh this is what society says is fun so i think to have also compassion towards that person would really help some situations too like when you see someone so defensive about like oh but why don't you want to have another drink or whatever like just have, just look at their reactions, don't react to it, and just be like, they are in this journey. And I think that's such a major thing that I want to point out. We are all in our own journeys. And whether I'm talking about drinking, whether I'm talking about sex, whether I'm talking about boundaries, whether I'm talking about an eating disorder, we are all in our own journeys, and we cannot shift anyone's journey. We do not have responsibility over anyone's journey. So we can't say, you know, you can't go to our friend. You really need to come out of the seat and sort of, you really need to do this. You really need to do that. Like they will come out of it when they need to. Yes, 100% support them. But just in general, we can never pull someone out. Like even a lighter example, my mum has always been a yoga teacher and my whole life has she wanted me to do yoga. And I was like, no, I like gymnastics. I like dance the moment I left home and didn't have anyone tell me to do yoga, did I start doing yoga? And it's the same with my boyfriend, like I would always tell him to come off his phone and then I realised like it's just not in my path to tell him when and not to be on his phone, like I am not his mother. So I dropped that and then he himself is able to do it himself when he feels like it, you know, oh I don't want to go on my phone so I'm not going to, I haven't got someone in my ear telling me. So I think to know that even if your best friend is on a completely different drinking journey or if just a friend in your group is like it is absolutely not your responsibility to get anyone else on your path because it's the same as the drunk person wanting you to drink to make them feel less alone you trying to pull other people onto your non-drinking path it's the same thing and i know obviously it comes from a good place so like oh i just want people to know that it's better but like this is what I mean by our journeys are so individual and you have to just look at your own journey. And naturally you will be the role model for people. And the best role models are the ones that don't talk about it. Like if you don't drink at a party and you like, yeah, I'm not having a drink. That's fine. But you're not telling everyone a whole lecture of why you're not drinking. Like you can do what you want, honestly. Like I, I, I'm just saying from my personal experience, just be that almost silent role model. And the people that are in their journey, like in their moment of their journey that are near to the place of like needing to stop drinking alcohol, they will see that and they might slightly change. But there will be some people that are just not in their lifetime to get over this situation. I can 100% say that the drinking is such an attached, like it has such an attachment to your mental state and to your anxiety, like in both ways. Like needing alcohol because of it and then also the alcohol causing more of it and especially if you're at uni I can just imagine it's so freaking hard like I genuinely don't think I was made for uni like I think you know luckily the way that my work stuff turned out I didn't go but I don't know if I would have lasted but I think it would have been even more soul growing and maturing To be able to really hold my ground and who I am and my morals and my drinking and going out morals throughout uni, like if I went to uni and was able to do that, I'd be so freaking proud of myself. Like that is an achievement because I know the pressures. I've heard about it, and I've also been out on some uni nights out, but I know it's a lot different to when people are just constantly coming into your like little dorm and being like, "Come on, we're going out tonight," and I yeah I can understand if you're in that position and I want you to know that this is your journey just as I've described everything already in this podcast you can do this like you genuinely can do this and what is interesting because I just talked to my mum and I was like "Mom, do you have anything to add to this to, to my drinking podcast thoughts and she was like genuinely like when you become an adult you know like past that twenties like let's say going into your thirties and stuff like she was like nobody questions it nobody questions you like if you're out with adult friends nobody says this stuff and i just thought that was so interesting because i think part of us thinks that this will always be the case and like this is just how it is but i think this is a very like young part of our life so if we're able to hold our ground now amazing but just to know that when you come into that more adult life, like no one's going to question you because I think we already know it's not great for us, but especially when you get into that adulthood, like my mum was like, you have the drinkers and you have the non-drinkers and you just don't question each other. So I, I think that's a good thing. So now if I'm just thinking about where I am in my own drinking journey, if I'm being honest, like although I like the part where you dance with your friends on a dance floor. I can't say that I'm going to compromise, like, going past my bedtime, drinking alcohol, going to Pries just to have that two-hour dance slot at night time. And I feel like there are so many other ways for me to dance with my friends than having to do that, you know, this, that and the other to go dance. Like, I could go to dance, not dance classes, but, you know, when you have, like, salsa places or clubs but just go early like with a few friends that you know don't have to do that whole ritual of like turning up to the club at 11 once you've had pre's for hours and whatever and after hearing that tiktok of that doctor saying like staying up late and I realized so obviously I didn't drink much on Saturday like I literally had one can like literally nothing and I went to bed at 3am and like when it was like 2.33 and I was coming back home I literally felt drunk like I felt a little bit nauseous I felt a little bit all over the and and I was like and I've just been dancing like no wonder we feel like crazy drunk when like crazy sick when we come home from a big night out because like even it's not all just the alcohol like I just think that's so crazy as well. Like, I just never really put that together. I literally just thought it was the alcohol, but just doing the whole night out in itself and going past your bedtime and stuff, like, it really hit me. And the next two, three days, uh, like the last basically two, three days, I have been so mentally low and I don't think I need to compromise that anymore. Um, And I don't think I need to do it. And that's not to say that if you want to go past you know, if you want to go out past your bedtime, it's a bad thing. Like, I genuinely am not saying that at all. I think I'm just learning from my experiences and how energetically sensitive I am and how much things affect me. And it's just taking matters into your own hands. It's just taking matters into your own hands and understanding yourself the most and what was so interesting was when I put out a story saying like guys I don't think i have going drink anymore like I don't think it's for me a girl popped up and at the time it really annoyed me because I was just like ah you're taking it in the wrong way but she was like don't you think you're just being restrictive like not feeling like you can have alcohol and, but like I used to have orthorexia and like this is what I did and I think it's good to have drinks like with your friends and like I know this is just a reflection on herself and her trigger but like When I had my eating disorder and I literally was so restrictive in my food and everything, I did not give a crap about alcohol. Like, I have never really understood. Like, even when, like, my best friend Millie talks about, like, on her stories, like, not feeling guilty after alcohol, I've genuinely never felt that. Like, I actually saw it as, like, a weird, like, way of helping me. Not lose weight, but just, like, I'm so numbed out. Or, I don't know, like... I would never think that the alcohol was actually calories. I don't even think that shit is calories. I think that shit is just poison, like genuinely. So I genuinely have never had that perception of alcohol, that it's a bad thing in that way. And like, I'm not here saying like, you know, it's not just me being like, oh, I'm just not gonna have my cocktails because I don't want those chemicals in my body. Like, it has come from a decision of me feeling mentally low, not feeling great, feeling sad, feeling emotional. And I guess it just annoyed me at the time because I was like, I was really trying to explain a different thing over here. And then I'm being told that I'm restricting and I'm like, great. Like, I don't know, it really got to me that one. And yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. And I think what I've learned recently is I can't please everyone and I think I hold that on my Instagram. This is definitely just going down a little other road because I think I have talked about my drinking stuff but I am quite traumatized from the beginning of Anarcha Fitness because if you guys don't know, I was your typical like diet account. Like I posted the low calorie recipes, I posted how much exercise I was doing, I was saying like how to lose weight but also like not always promoting it but i had a very like under body fat percentage body so like in itself was i just promoting this like unattainable body and i did that for six months and i was completely unaware of what i was doing like i genuinely was promoting how to lose weight because i thought it would have made me happy at the time Like a, like genuinely <laughs> And it was only until I went into recovery did I realise how many people, like, I was starting to get comments like, yeah, you really took me down a certain path. And I took on all that responsibility and guilt. Like, I took it on more than, you know, even if someone, like, had DM'd me saying, like, oh, by the way, like, you really made me go down a slippery slope. Like, if they wanted me to feel guilty, I felt a hundred times more guilt than they were trying to put onto me. Like, I held so much of it and I've had to do so many therapy sessions trying to let go of this guilt because at the end of the day i was only doing my best like i was only doing what i knew and at the end of the day i did not give anyone an eating disorder everyone has your predetermined factors of if you're gonna have one maybe i was the person who showed them the low calorie recipe or a body they didn't know they could get but i had to let go of that responsibility anyways since then so like a year and a half after this period i did my absolute best on every post every story every youtube video to be the least triggering person in the world like I did not want to trigger anyone to the point where I ate more to please people I didn't want to go under a certain weight not under a certain weight but like I made sure that I was such a safe person and I made sure that I never like Did more than one bit of exercise a day I made sure like so many things I would never post a salad like I would never wanted to trigger anyone in that way again and what is very interesting is as I've become more aligned with myself and done all my therapy work and still doing it but the healing stuff the last month or so I've really shifted as a person like energetically have I shifted and realized a lot of things and realized wow movement is actually such a key thing for me such a beautiful thing that can reconnect us with the body and all, all these little things, and I've started to be more me on my stories, and because none of it's from a genuine, like, you know, I'm not here dieting, I'm not here over exercising, I'm not doing any of that, so I know that everything I post is from a very authentic, genuine way, you know, so if I post, I went and did a workout, like, that is me doing a workout for myself, all of that shit, do you know what I mean, like, I don't even have to explain myself to that extent, but with that and me not hiding so not hiding so much because I was never really doing it in the first place but with me just actually sharing all my stuff now my stories and stuff I've had more comments and dms recently like trying to pick up on these external things without I guess knowing how I'm doing internally which is very interesting and it got me in a twist and yeah people were like basically like people just deciding to comment on my body and stuff and like oh you've changed and if I'm being honest yes I have changed and it's from a very like unpurposeful place like I'm literally I I don't really know what's happening but I'm here to nourish my body I'm here to serve my body like I have not focused on it's so funny because the months like in Bali I shifted a lot and I realized I don't I'm not focusing my body anymore like I'm not and when I did that, did my body start to change? It was so ironic. Anyways, been through a little journey the last two weeks. And yeah, I, I just had to really learn that I am not going to please everyone. And and the last year where I was pleasing everyone, like I genuinely did not get a single hate comment. Like Like, honestly, I would get no hate comments the last year. And I've had... I'm not going to say hate comments, but just more like mini digs in my DMs and comments. Like, oh, are you sure you're doing okay? It's like, that's a lovely question to ask me. Like, I'm doing amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but and but this is me being my complete genuine self. The last year, whatever I was doing, it wasn't my genuine self. I was genuinely trying to please the whole world. And I was, essentially. And now that I'm like, no, I'm being more true to myself, am I not? But yeah, that's basically the current situation current yeah um but yeah i just i just wanted to share that with you guys because it was on my mind and i think what happened was is people were like doubting some external things and i think you know it maybe makes sense like if i had an influencer that had taught me about eating disorder recovery and self-awareness and whatever and then suddenly lost a little bit of weight i would question like oh my god are you doing okay But i think that's just our natural like what we've been taught by society but it's exactly what we shouldn't do because as a community we are so pro on don't comment on people's weight and our weight has no reflection on how we're doing mentally like you could be above a certain weight but be doing your worst like it literally does not correlate obviously to an extent and i think the biggest thing is you just have to be honest with yourself Like, it is not in your path to point out what other people... are Not... Okay, that was a bit mean. But, like, it is only in your path to be genuine with yourself and to be honest with yourself. That is the only thing. It doesn't matter what friend over there is doing or person on there online is doing. It's what are you doing yourself? And I actually had to be really genuine with myself the last week because at the beginning of this all, like, when my body started to change, I had no idea what was happening. I was like, okay, like... I'm literally fueling my body. I'm working out, I'm loving it. Like I was actually more in love with my body than I had ever been in an internal energetic way. And I think that's when it started changing in a very weird way. And then the last week when I started having all these DMs like doubting me, I started doubting myself. And within that did my actions slightly change. Like it was weird. It was very weird. Like I wasn't restricting myself, but I was like, doubting that I was doubting myself that I was doubting myself like I was so confused and I wasn't doing great mentally and it was only till last night did I spend three hours reconnecting with myself I spent the whole day on my phone I spent my whole day just like being in my dissociation state like even when I was trying to eat like I could see my food blurring I had to concentrate like that's just when I know I'm so out of touch with myself and it was 9 p.m. like at that point in your day would I normally just say right I'm going to bed like uh, you know what's the point of reviving it I am so freaking glad that I got out I got out of my room I went into the living room I put on this meditation music and I just did my slow flow it's a mixture of just standing there moving your arms not like hyper dancing but just like dancing with the flow, doing some yoga poses, but not like a strict yoga routine. Like really just going with the flow. And I did that for about an hour and a half, I think. And by the end of it, I felt like on such a high. And what I found has been really helpful recently is when you find yourself like by yourself and like when I was doing my slow flow at the beginning, obviously I just had my thoughts running through my head. And I was like, I really don't want to pay attention to these thoughts, but I don't understand how people get rid of these thoughts. Anyways, instead was, I spoke out loud of the thoughts that I wanted to become true. So instead of just trying to, like, investigate the thought of, saying of, like, your thoughts saying, oh, your work isn't good enough and you need to do this tomorrow and you need to do that tomorrow, I just started, like, talking out loud to myself in, like, a whispery tone. So, obviously, my mum was in the kitchen, but she didn't really hear anything. And I was just, like, speaking to myself in such a loving way. I was just, like appreciating my legs I was talking to myself everything that I was saying out loud like when you say stuff out loud you are manifesting it you are believing in it you are saying it so I was just there talking to my body saying how much I appreciated it and by the end of it I felt like I was on cloud nine honestly and then my mum very lovingly gave me a neck massage um and that really released a lot and let me connect with myself more and I woke up feeling really great this morning And within that, do I feel more like I don't need to, I'm not gonna say explain myself to the DMs that I've been getting, but just not doubting it. Like not doubting myself when people are doubting me because I know what's going on internally. I know how I'm feeling energetically. And it was so lovely to hear when I came back from Bali that Because I had felt such a big shift in myself, to hear the closest people around me see it too, I was, like, in shock. I was like, wait, really? And Millie was like, yeah, like, why do you not feel it? I was like, no, I really, really feel it. I just didn't know that people could see how I internally felt. Like, I... I have never felt so connected with myself. And yes, the last two weeks did I feel less connected with myself, but right now am I on that card nine that I felt like I was on when I came back from Bali. And Millie, my boyfriend, my parents were just like, your eyes are glowing. You, You look different. You feel different, you're calmer. And it's so true, I feel it. And yeah, I'm just so excited to be on this journey with you guys. And what was interesting was I used to have an opinion that if I stayed struggling, was I more relatable online? Like part of my brain actually thought, Anna, don't skip ahead too many chapters. Like don't get too ahead of yourself in the self-awareness journey because people won't be able to relate. People won't be able to match what you're on. And that was the exact thing that was pulling me down. Like my perception that I had to almost stay where I was And now it's like, no, Anna. Like, I have to remind myself every day, like, you're allowed to go as far on this journey as you want. Like, do as much therapy as you want. Speak about things that just you understand. Like, and if people understand, that is amazing. But I think when we try to hold ourselves back so that other people can just relate and bond over that, like, if you feel that, oh, no, I shouldn't do too much self-awareness because I'm going to lose my friends, like to, you know, on a side note, as you go on this journey, you will, you will slightly lose people, but you're just gaining yourself, you're gaining that relationship, you know, whatever you seek from others is just what you want from yourself, and to be able to provide that with yourself is freaking amazing, and yeah, you might have slightly less people, but that's in your journey itself, like, to be able to learn how to be with yourself, and how to not necessarily need as many people, but Yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. I am now gonna go on a walk in the nature and I think just another thing to add, I've literally got the biggest grin on myself right now, is as I was talking about what people were picking up externally, like the external evidence on my stories that maybe I wasn't doing okay. Like, oh my gosh, she's working out and like, oh my gosh, she's (laughs) eating something nutritious or whatever, or her body's changing my intentions and my reasons why I'm doing things are so different now, like, older versions of myself, like, when I was in my restricting pattern, would force myself on a walk to burn calories, like, that was where my mindset was, and then the last year, I genuinely was not able to get myself on walks, like, I don't know if you guys are on this part as well, but, like, I think there's this Period where, like, we can't even get ourselves to get on a walk because our old motivation doesn't serve us anymore. Because, like, we know we shouldn't be doing that. We know we don't want to burn calories. Like, we know we don't want to go on a walk for that purpose. And because we don't have a new purpose, we can't get ourselves to go on a walk. Whereas now, like, I never force myself to walk. I never force myself. I go on it when it's like when I need it. When my brain is like, obviously, right now, it's 11 a.m., I've been indoors all morning. You know, I've done a podcast. I now need to just, like, zone out. I need to just stop. I need to be outside. I need that sunlight in my eyes. I need to download that sun. And that is the reason why I'm going out. I'm going on a walk to reset my brain. So I think if you can shift your intentions, that would also be, like, an amazing thing for you to start working on. I don't know. Um, But, yeah, that's what I'm going to go do. And then, just keeping you, like, a little update, I am going to... Go to, I'm currently at my parents. I'm gonna go to London, which isn't far away from my parents. And I've got a Misfits event, which is exciting. I normally don't go to events and don't like them. I think because, okay, this is also, wow, I'm really going into things right now. Um, As an influencer, influencer events are sometimes really weird. Like, depending on how you are mentally. Like when I would really care about what other people thought that was what the whole event was about like even up until like six months ago like you come into the event and you're wearing a gym outfit and like you're all like you're wearing an outfit and then you're worried about what people see because like these are the people that see you online, right? So it's a very weird thing. Like you're finally seeing people in person and you just think everybody's like looking at your body, looking at the size of your legs and looking at the size of your stomach. And like, this is what I thought. And like, I wouldn't be able to fully relax. I just always saw like eyes on me, like, oh, there she is or whatever. And I just really internalized it all. And I'm actually excited to go to an event today because like, I have not been to an event in this state energetically. Like I have not felt, like this in myself and I'm excited to literally go there to create some content and to be in the moment and to meet other people and actually have conversations with people and just vibe on that level and I hope if a mini influencer is listening to this that they understand that the events are not there for you to like show how good your body looks or that's not your status like status whatever it's not your worth if you have the most lean body, like it doesn't make you any more worthy as an influencer or anything. Like people also aren't judging you at all. Like it is such an internal thing. And the more great you feel in yourself, like the more you can just bond with other people. So I'm excited. It's a workout class. And then it's drinks, I think, which I will not be drinking. <laughs> I will not be having a cocktail just because like, as we've talked about, I, I just don't think I, I need it. I don't think I, yeah, I don't think I need it. I'm happy to just chill with people. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So glad to just be like chatting with you guys. Um, If you haven't listened to the episode before this, I would really recommend it. Like it was an interview with other people, uh, not other people, with Bethan from the Mental Health Foundation. And I think it's, you know, one thing I would love about this podcast is if I did have somebody like question me because I feel like better answers come out of me. But yeah, that's why I really love that podcast because someone was able to like dig at my reasonings and everything. So I'm sending lots of love. I hope you have a brilliant morning, evening, afternoon, and I will see you next week. Bye.